0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Uh, welcome back to the Bridging the Gap podcast. I hope you guys are well. We're obviously back in business. Uh, I've been struggling to find like the mental capacity to do these podcasts because what I've been doing is is I've been so one-track focused on competing and trying to set my day up perfectly. So, for example, Wednesday is the usual, usual day I do my podcast because Wednesday is my rest day. Today is Wednesday. Um, i usually get up at like seven i do my morning sh- uh, whatever it is my morning shots uh, the thermogenics and whatnot and then I kind of go straight to the gym and i do 20 minutes of cardio half an hour walk and then I'm back home and but by that time because it's like an hour deep into exercise and it's like a half an hour drive to half an hour back so I'd hour. so it's like 10 10 11 ish by the time i get back and I'm so hungry like I cannot keep a concentration i Recorded about five minutes of a podcast last week, and I was just like, I can't even, I can't do this. I don't have the mental strength to stay like focused. <laughs> and I realized the mistake that I was doing was I was going out doing my cardio, blah 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 blah, blah and then going and then coming home and trying to do it. But instead, we're here at seven forty in the morning, and we're going to do it before cardio. So I've been up since seven, kind of slowly got up, having a coffee right now. Hopefully, take you know 20 30 minutes drinking this coffee and by the time it's done I'll be uh I'll be ready to just drive to the gym and and go so we're we're going to see how this goes essentially we're going to see if we can get some content but because right now I feel I feel cognitively fine which is and haven't had a, I haven't even had one sip of this coffee yet so I feel all right and I'm not hungry I'm not just thinking about hunger I think the one thing that takes me away from being able to do things in prep is the thought of hunger sometimes you're so hungry that You can't even play a game, if that makes sense. Like, I can't, like, I've been playing a lot of chess. If any of you guys who follow me on Instagram, I think I might have said it on on the podcast, I've been playing a lot of chess since about just before Christmas. Uh, I watched, in the Maldives, actually, we watched uh, The Queen's Gambit and we fell in love with it. And I used to play a bit of chess when I was younger. Or I know the basics of chess, I should say. So I started playing pretty pretty heavily, I would say, talking like 15, 20 games a day, every day since then, and I haven't done this really, but as this last couple of weeks has come in and the hunger's come in and the fatigue has started to come in a little bit, I've um, backed off the amount of games that I can play, almost like, oh, I just can't be fucked, and I just resign and my number goes down again, so, is what it is, anyone who does play chess, uh, who or who's like interested in the level system and getting better at chess, add me up, it's literally just my name on uh, chess.com, we can have a game, as long as you're not like... 900 plus if you're 900 and above i'm gonna struggle against you um So don't bother i play against one guy who's like 1200 1300 who had to be off instagram It's sort of annoying because i just i just i'm not like good at, i'm not on the level that he has so it's really hard to get better Ranting on about chess here fucking hell guys. We're a, supposed to be a bodybuilding podcast. We're not really we're everything we're a We're a life podcast um, a little bit of an update. What's going on? Um, I was 110.3 kilos this morning, so we started at 116.6 or something. So I'm six and a half kilos down, pretty much. Um, week four and a half. So this is the end of week five now. Once I finish this on Sunday, so four days' time, it'll be the end of week five. Uh, I'm starting to feel it in terms of like I'm finding myself waiting for meals a little bit more, uh, which still isn't a crazy problem. Uh, I don't have any red mist r- just yet, which is very nice, because I think last year my red mist descended very, very, very quickly. The red mist is when you just see red very, very quickly. <laughs> uh, like I, I'm, I'm a pretty impatient person as it is, uh, at the drugs, I'm a little bit more impatient, at the uh, the stress of a diet, a little bit more impatient, at the stress of having to or everyone expecting you to go pro this year A little bit more impatient <laughs> um, But I've not felt any of that this year I feel really mentally strong I feel my, my, my sex drive is really good My energy's pretty good My progress in the gym has been really good Granted we're only five weeks in And I'm in such a better position than, than last year We don't really have to push hard We haven't had to push hard yet I'm not going to say that the hammer won't drop But the hammer definitely will drop But I'm significantly leaner than where I was at 12 weeks out last year, significantly leaner, Uh, almost like I didn't lift last year, I think the cycle that I used last year, or 2019, really, really carried my physique, because I looked like a little boy before, which was crazy, but the cycle, along with getting lean, like when I get lean, I get really fucking lean, I get shredded, I don't, I do not miss a fucking beat, man, my glutes are like little walnuts, even when I was natural. So when I get lean, my physique completely transforms. Uh, more so than most people, for some reason, for whatever reason, my my physique changes so much more than most people. Like I look at, I look at Brightman, for example. Uh, he just looks fucking epic in an off season, but also in when he's on prep, he looks like almost the exact same, but just shredded. Whereas for me, like my shape almost changes because I hold so much body fat around my waist and my lower back and. Like my, my, my front doesn't necessarily change so much apart from just gets so, so much smaller. But I don't know. My, my body just dramatically changes. So the confidence that I have with the improvements is is really high, honestly. It is really, really high. I'm very, very confident in what I'm going to bring this year. is isn't going to be enough for a pro. That's, that's a different question. But in terms of the progression, it's undeniable. It's undeniably... I'm undeniably proud of what I've achieved. And that's... You don't often say that as a bodybuilder, that you're proud of what you've done. But I fucking put the hammer down. I'm still three and a half kilos above what I started at last year, started at, I would have lost, I would have lost 13 kilos, no, but bit less than that, I would have lost 10 kilos by the time that I, um, by the time that I go to be the same weight as what I started at, which is just crazy, 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 so I combine with, I combine the really, really good start position, along with how much leaner I am, along with how much more muscle mass I've got, along with how heavy I am, along with how much I change on prep. I'm really, really excited to see the shredded physique. I'm going in for a coffee sip. It's still too hot. Come back for two. Um, what else is new? I think that's pretty much it. Like we've, I've changed drugs twice. We can actually talk a bit about the drugs on, on the podcast. You guys, uh, I, I get asked it all the time on Instagram, but honestly for whatever reason, people who listen to podcasts seem to just have a bit of a better level head, a bit of a, a bit of a more level head, <laughs> for whatever reason, so we can kind of talk about it a little bit more, I've got a lot of kids, um, I say kids, young mentalities, immature people who ask me stupid questions about drugs, and quite frankly, it seems rife on Instagram, so I, I don't like to put myself out there as much on Instagram in terms of drugs, just because people seem to go, I'll do that as well. So right now, uh, we'll start in the AM and we'll work up to what we do So at the moment, um, I I went from 20 micrograms of clen. that's what I started on I'm now on 40 micrograms, we're just going to taper that really, really slowly Um, I started on 5 milligrams of your hymbine and now on 10 Um, We'll taper your hymbine up to a tolerance of 0.2 milligrams per kilo body weight So for me, I could probably end up on about 25 milligrams Um, But we'll just slowly get there I mean, the reason why you go slow, and this is the same for the drugs, the reason why you just make these little bumps, because if you make a bump and you go over your tolerance level or you go to a point where it doesn't feel nice, you can just bump down again. So for me, your himbine, once it starts getting high doses and, and pretty frequently, my anxiety kicks in a bit. So as soon as I hit that anxiety wall, I'll just drop it down a bit because you're still going to yield the effects of it. Um, L-carnitine is still at 200 milligrams per mil. No, that's the fucking size of the of the bottle. It's still at 200 milligrams uh the cool thing about co is it work it doesn't work like growth hormone but in in the, in the essence that growth hormone dumps a load of nutrients into your blood, it kind of does something similar carnitine pulls all the carbohydrates glycogen into your blood so it's kind of readily available so if you're using that in conjunction with growth hormone in the morning, which I am, I'm still using. In fact, I've just gone to three IUs from two IUs. The reason why I've gone to three IUs is because I'm using a different brand, and the brand is supposedly weaker, so I've just added an IU. But I was using Pfizer growth hormone uh, just at two IUs, and I was noting the difference so much. But I basically brought those back from Dubai. I'm going to leave that in there. I brought those back from Dubai. Um, in my suitcase and they've just run out so that's like six weeks worth of of maybe, maybe eight weeks worth of growth that I've been through from from there Which is really really high quality and I've kind of switched to something that I don't Know it didn't feel like it's the stuff that I was using before I went to Dubai And I noticed the difference when I went to Dubai on less drugs so you can imagine There's <laughs> probably not as good so I've good gone up one one IU to three um, So I split that with my old carnitine those little micro but you call it polypharmaceutical. I think it is polypharmaceutical. Basically, multiple drugs, little amount of drugs on multiple amounts of pathways to encourage the same result as you would have got if you would hammered one pathway. So you don't hammer one pathway. You don't have the negatives. You don't have that negative feedback loop. Loop, and it kind of works really well, honestly. Um, that's in the morning. So, Glen, you himbine L carnitine. Growth hormone it sounds like a fucking hell of a stack really but they're really really small doses um, especially when all of these products that I'm using I say products all of these the drugs that I'm using they're well researched you'll notice that there is not a drug here that hasn't been researched for a very long time um test is still at 300 milligrams that's been at 300 milligrams since since week one. Um, I imagine that'll bump up later down the line, but we had to modulate the androgen to estrogen ratio first. So Primo has been bumped up a few times. I basically started on three hundred tests, three hundred Primo. Primo is now at four four hundred milligrams. We bumped fifty milligrams two weeks ago. We bumped another fifty milligrams uh, this week, yesterday, uh, Monday. <clears throat> so Primo is a really good one. Uh, it's been researched in women up to about three one point three grams, which is crazy. Uh, women are more androgenic than men, so. What that means is is due, like from the research we can draw the conclusion that you could potentially use up to one point three grams of primobolin per week relatively safely, not necessarily safely because you might react differently, you may have a bad reaction to it, but in the literature that we have, it seems though that you can use this in a slightly high doses. it's not as toxic. It's also not as strong, which is why you have to, have to have a little bit more of it. Like if you said you were going to take 500 milligrams of testosterone, that's a shitload of test. If you say you're going to take 500 milligrams of Primo, it's not a lot of Primo. You know, most people are using six, 700 milligrams on a cycle. Um, but it works really well for a cosmetic effect. It's not a, a wet drug, it doesn't aromatize. It modulates estrogen to estrogen ratio, so you can have a little bit higher estrogen, a little bit higher testosterone because your estrogen is not as high. Um and it's a very well rounded drug, and it works really well, and my bloods have never been awful off it so um just fifty milligram bumps probably every every two to three weeks when we see the flatness come in it's a really really cool little technique as as you flatten off as you come down, you can just bump up your drugs a little bit and fill out a little bit um I'm also using a uh, hundred milligrams of Mastron. Uh, Mastron works very similarly to in the fact that it can modulate your androgen to estrogen ratio it's a DHT derivative So it's non-aromatizing um, And again, it's a cosmetic drug, so it's going to bring in a little bit more detail um, Rather than that swollen feeling from estrogen like you would do with EQ and Tesla for example or MPP um, Again, that will probably be tapered up again um, That's just been at hundred milligrams since the start I'm also using Trennanthate, um, a lot of people are going to go, oh my god, you're using Trent, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. I'm only using 100 milligrams. Um, and again, just like the Prima bolin, there's some research and literature to suggest that up to about, I think it was, 10 milligrams per kilogram. Do not quote me on that, do not quote me on that, I am not a doctor, this is educational purposes. In fact, it's not even educational purposes, this is just my experience. Um, and fuck, I've got that number stuck in my head. It might not be right. So it works out about 10 milligrams per kilogram ish. So, um, and you can use that relatively safely. We know that trembolone is very, very tissue selective in the fact that you use the right amount, you're going to grow muscle. Uh, and if you use too much, the androgenic side effects are going to creep over fairly quickly. Um and the, I don't have any side effects at a hundred milligrams. I'm just gonna say that. Hundred milligrams of uh, of Trenanthate I use that for sixteen weeks in my off season. Um I didn't change it at any point and it worked really, really well. Um But yeah, like I said, there was there was something that I wanted to change in that last cycle, so we know that for this time. So I'm on- honestly using the exact same cycle as I was using on my last blast, but minus the Proviron. That's literally the only difference. And then uh Primos are like half of what it was so you know, I'm I'm still yielding very 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 similar results if not better results um, Using the same cycle and that's the reality of it But of course these four compounds plus your thermogenics they will be titrated up over time So I still don't know what we'll end up on. I'm still a uh, I'm still a I'm still a what's the right word? I'm uh, basically. I will wait for Cal to say whatever. I'm. I'm not. I don't make decisions on my own cycle. Um, not for any particular reason. I definitely could do. I definitely could make the right decision at the right time. I just much prefer having someone else driving the bus. Um, it allows me to stay focused on my own clients. It allows me to stay focused on my own goal. It allows me to rationalise decisions with Cal. I can talk about I can talk about anything with him, I could talk about the cycle change I could talk about this I can talk about that and I do have a little bit of an input for example we were going to run Proviron straight at the start in fact a couple of my friends I'm not going to mention their names because they might not want to talk about drugs publicly although they're open that they take drugs um, they're using Proviron already in their in this in their cycles but for me there was no way I was going to use that um, cuz it definitely definitely affected me you know I was in the peak of my off season and I didn't have a sex drive and I felt a bit off and I definitely think it was from the pavyron driving my oestrogen down. So I was I was going to use that. I've got that here, ready to use. Because it will dry you up really quickly. It will drive that oestrogen down. And it will uh, put your testosterone up a little bit. Because it will uh, free up some, some testosterone. But for right now, that's not... Uh, it just didn't make me feel good. So I said to cows like, can we do that? Like, I don't really fucking want that. It didn't make me feel good. And yeah. it was a good decision because I feel great five weeks in. Just in terms of how I feel. I'm obviously tired. I'm obviously... Feeling lean i am obviously got a little bit of leg pain from, from doing all cardio and steps But I definitely um, feel much better <sighs> um, Halfway through this coffee now I'm, I'm fucking feeling it So that's where I'm at with um, the cycle There's nothing else to add Like four lots of cardio, 20 minutes 10,000 steps a day With doing it um, Over and over and over going to get into some questions now, um, I, 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 we'll do a few questions, we'll probably just round this off after about 15 more minutes, just to make sure we don't over, overdo it all, because it's very easily done, um, we'll go for a few of these questions now, so, best way to time meals when cutting to avoid excess hunger, uh, a lot of this is going to be, <laughs> you're going to have hunger regardless, it's going to be one of the ones where you've got to fucking suck it up. Um but just like obviously regular meal like it's gonna depend on what satisfies you the most. So for example, for me, I feel really, really good at three pretty big meals, an intra workout, and then a snack type meal, which is still like six, seven hundred cows. So it's basically four meals and an intra. That works really well for me because I just like I fucking love a big meal. I just I can't do these like six, seven small little meals, especially when food's not that high. I, I'm not into that. So for me, I picked, I picked three or four big meals, uh, or bigger meals, I should say, and, and sprinkled things around it. So it's going to be what feels good for you. Um, but the best way is obviously to focus on performance, not your hunger. If the hunger's there but performance is there, I don't care. Like, I'll be hungry. So you've got to focus on that performance first. Um, as someone who's open about struggling with anxiety, that's me, have 19 gnaws caused it to worsen? Um, so 19 gnaws is just a... Uh, a derivative of testosterone, it's just where the uh, the oh, I can't remember the fucking way to explain it. It's basically derivative of testosterone, it's got a few molecules uh, changed. I think it's after the 19-nor molecule. I don't fucking know. I don't fucking know. Um, did it cause it to worsen? So, no, no drug that I've used other than Yohimbine has caused my anxiety to get worse. I've had worse anxiety. While I've been using higher drugs, but whether that's down to the drugs or not, I don't know So for example, I had a bit of anxiety last time when I competed, but I'm two weeks out fucking shredded Hungry as fuck wondering whether I'm gonna get my pro card Business had just taken off. I was wondering whether this is real I'm I'm wondering how I'm about to pay for my mum to go to Iceland. I'm thinking what the fuck is going on? Um So there's a lot of other things at play that may have caused that anxiety. So I don't think, for me, I've been affected too much psychologically. But I definitely was very, very fucking snappy. I was a snappy bastard in 2019. But yeah, not uh, anxiety from that. The stupidest cycles that you've heard individuals running. Crazy, crazy shit. I had one guy come to me recently. I'm not going to say his name. A really, really nice guy. Um... And he showed me the cycle that he'd got given it was fucking disgusting It was absolutely horrendous He started on 500 milligrams of testosterone and by the end of the cycle He was on a gram of testosterone for his first cycle and it was like a hundred anovar hundred winstrol t3 clen. Which is not, not, like, they're not bad, like, all these things aren't bad in moderation, but, like, when you're ha- he was hammering every single one on his first cycle, and, like, he, I'm surprised he looks so good, because he should have been so toxic, but he obviously looked really good, but fucking hell, just horrendous, horrendous stuff, and that's the bare minimum I've seen people on. And I know the people who it was, and I don't want to call them out, but I do want to call them out. You know what? One day, when I get big enough and I got enough money, I'm gonna call the whole fucking industry out. <laughs> Until then, they can end my career really quickly. Uh, do you do any direct front delt work or activated form of incline press? Activated from okay, or activate, or is it activated from incline presses? Yeah, I don't do any front delt work. Every single press you do um, is gonna is gonna impact that um, that front delt a lot. You know, anything you bring your elbow down and and across. Front delt's being worked, and it works so much you don't necessarily need to do it. Next question is: I know you don't stretch before a workout, but do you ever stretch or do yoga? So uh, I do. I do. Um, I've been using this this actual CrossFit app recently. I saw it. Uh, I saw Matt Fraser using it. It's called Go Wad and it's, it's it's really good to be honest. Because what it does is, is it gives you like a set of I don't know what it was ten to fifteen exercises which assess your your flexibility, your mobility across your whole body. It's called GoWOD for those guys who just forgot what I said the first first time. And uh, they give you your weak points. They give you a score out of 100 on each part, so posterior chain and you know your shoulder health and thoracic extension, all this kind of stuff. And they'll design a program for you every day for you to improve those. So I've been doing them. I've pretty much done one every single day for the last three weeks. You can do 8 minutes, 10 minutes, 12 minutes, 15 minutes. I just do 8 minutes each night. Mostly it's my posterior chain because it's so fucking poor. Um, I don't know whether it's helped or not, but I definitely feel a little bit less stiff, if that makes sense. But it's a lot of mobility work, stretching. The good thing about it is you can plug like tools that that you've got in it, and it will program those. So for example, example, a Theragun. Sorry, I'm hiccuping. A Theragun, foam rollers, little spiky balls, figure of eight balls. You can say you've got all those. Um, and they'll like build them into your mobility program, which is pretty cool. So go what that's called. That's what I do And I do it away from training just in the evening when I'm watching Designate survivor because <laughs> that's what we're watching at the moment Um Opinions on exercise selection versus variety example, um, two different push sessions all the same in a week so I would like I think you need very very same similar exercise selection because you need to become efficient at a movement. You need to become really really good at uh, whatever. You pick an incline dumbbell press, you want to become very good at that in terms of executing that as a skill, recruiting the muscle and then you want to progress that. But I do think if you hammer it twice a week, same exercise order, you're going to just run into a into a rut very very quickly. So I would recommend having two different varieties, maybe three different varieties of the same session And you're just you're just rotating through them So you do come back to that session one again, you do come back to that incline press again um every every week at once maybe or maybe Once every 10 days or something, but I would say yeah, um Yeah, like You want to strike the balance between getting enough variety in there to hit enough angles, but not so little Not so much that you're not getting the same movement again, if that makes sense. Um, Are you worried about the long-term effects of smoking? And if so, then what? Uh, No, I'm not. I I only smoke uh, cannabis. Those of you guys who... Everyone fucking talks about it all the time. I only smoke weed. Um, Weed. (laughs) I heard this uh, study once. It was actually... I say I heard this study. It was a guy talking about the study on a podcast. And he said, actually, in smoking cannabis, you take in more more anti-carcinogous properties than carcinogous properties so technically speaking yeah well you can work out but obviously the smoking of plant matter the bringing of smoke into your lungs is just not good for your lungs in general um i'll probably tone it down one day um or not like i just don't i don't care enough Just to like I don't worry so much about it because I feel good. I feel great I'll probably get a lung check one day and if it says bad then i'll probably stop Um, but I enjoy it. It's just part of what I do, you know Is drinking alcohol bad for you? Yeah, it is You know, we just pick our poisons and for me, I just don't want to be a rolling drunk. So I smoke a bit of weed, man Um, but yeah, i'm not too worried about it now I've been smoking for 10 years as well, so I've probably been doing the long-term part what are some of your favorite books? Don't read, mate. <laughs> I don't read. I listen. Um, yeah, that's literally it. That's literally it. Um, your favorite exercise is to use the cuffs. Um, probably, well, probably delts first and foremost. Putting the putting the cuffs at the wrist, and then probably pecs because they're the well. You can you can do a full body thing on it, but yeah, probably. A clavicular fly, um, or a a lateral raise Three things you've done better differently better leading into this prep versus last Uh, I'm in a much better place. Like I didn't get as fat if that makes sense Like I had one push-up earlier in the year or earlier in 2019 where I got really pretty fat And if i'd had to start a prep then it would have had to be a bigger of a slog to come back down if that makes sense um so, yeah, I didn't. But what the benefit of having the long off season was, I got really fat, or not really fat, I got too fat, pulled right down. And then when I came back up, I just didn't get too fat again. I remained a little bit leaner. Um, Otherwise, honestly, nothing. Like, people ask me all this time, what's going to be different this year? What have you done differently this year? You know what? I fucking smashed it in 2019. That's the reality of it. I didn't miss a meal. I didn't miss cardio. I'm not going to say, like, other than having more muscle. Set, starting in a better place, nothing is different. My calories were just as high, you know. I had just as much to lose. I, d- I don't miss beats. I don't miss. I don't. I don't miss. I don't miss. I don't miss, motherfucker. I don't. I, don't, I haven't missed into since since I came off stage. Do you know what I mean? I've I've executed the plan, so no, nothing is going to be better or worse. It's just going to be different, you know. Different in terms of how I look, of how I respond. Probably gonna have a little bit more food in. Hopefully, can have a little bit less drugs in. And uh, yeah, like nothing, nothing special. I I got asked that question on the podcast. Like, what's going to be different this year? Why are you going to be better this year? I was like, well, actually, the reason why I'm going to be better this year is because it's just another year. It's it's later down the line. It's more time in my craft. So that that's really it. Like, I think I think you know what I think. No, I think maybe mentally, I matured a little bit, and I'm going to be in that position where. I'm hoping I'm going to be in that position where I do lose my temper and I can go no This is the fucking diet now take your head out of your asshole and stop being a cunt Because that's something that is extremely hard when you're shredded And like the first time you get shredded. It's the worst the second time. It's the second worst and for me because it was the first time on drugs and a lot of pressure like I felt a lot a lot a lot of pressure last year And I'm probably gonna feel just as much pressure this year, but I don't feel it right now but when I get closer um, I I snapped like a motherfucker, and I was just a little snappy little shit, and I wasn't as mature, and I wasn't in as good life position, if that makes sense. I didn't have as much security in what I'm doing and in my future. So, I'm hoping I'm going to be a little bit mentally more mentally sound, and I won't I won't lose my head so quick. <laughs> um, we we'll do the last question here. How much does hitting arms at the end of an, of a of an upper day um, affect hypertrophy? Uh, that's very very difficult it kind of like the things that affect hypertrophy is obviously how much volume you can get into if 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 you're absolutely fine hitting hitting that amount of volume and you don't lose your concentration and you don't lose your ability to perform and you don't lose your your whatever it is in terms of being on point with um with hitting your arms if, if it gets affected by tagging them at the end then don't tag them at the end like for me I fucking I needed to take them like at one point. I was just you know doing a few sets at the end and go, like, oh cool I'm done now. I've already hit them And what I needed to change was that mentality And so actually I made myself have an arm day and I made myself absolutely hammer them on an arm day So that when I did come back down to putting them back with pushing arms like pushing arms or pulling biceps or whatever Or even upper and with biceps at the end and triceps at the end Is I had that same mentality, and I fucking drew the energy from those arm days into the end of, of those days because There's one thing that I've noticed is that my arms have grown more than anything It's because I've actually fucking wanted them to grow I have really fought for them to grow, you know, to the last ounce of that workout I have pushed myself to make that count, if that makes sense So, um you know, if you are that person who just finds yourself tagging them on at the end, then you know what. If you're doing an upper lower, you could probably just throw arm day on a, on the rest day if you wanted to, um, or if you're fine, then that's no worries. Um, I wouldn't recommend doing biceps and triceps before your workout because you're gonna fatigue yourself. But uh, I think that's it. Like, I think we'll wrap it up there. Good few questions. A little bit of an update. Uh, I, this I feel good now. Like it's eight fifteen. I feel good. I'm gonna finish off this coffee and I'm gonna just literally go straight to the gym and and I know that I'm done. For the podcast And I don't need to be Mentally cognitive For the rest of the day So We'll see how we get on guys um, Appreciate you for stopping by I appreciate you guys For constantly asking For the podcast to come back I appreciate all the support We've had on the uh, The new series The time is now We've got a new episode Hopefully coming today I'm waiting for it to be uploaded But hopefully it comes today So peace and love everybody Have a good day um, Don't forget to drop a rating On the podcast If you haven't Tag me in your, in your stories um, Even if I don't repost you Trust me, oh yeah, I appreciate it a lot. I haven't reposted too many people recently just because it does clog up the feed. I get a lot of people tag me a day, 20, 30, 40 people a day. would wouldn't have any uh, stories left. So anyone who does tag me, I appreciate it. Keep tagging me. I love it. I love seeing people tag me. Um, and I'll repost them every time that I've got the opportunity to. But peace, guys. We'll speak soon. Bye-bye.